Hey, Sarah. Hey, what? I want to watch romantic comedy. Let the record show that I, Olive Pentergast, being of sound mind and below average breast size, swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, starting now. Hello there. Hello. And welcome to romcomcom.com, or as Sarah chooses to call it, romanticcomedycommentary.com. I did it backwards again, didn't Always. I? Son of <laughs> yeah. a bitch. One of these times I'll do it right again. Or maybe and we have a special guest. We do have a special guest. To show us all the silly things we've done. And that's a friend of ours, Olivia. Hi. She is our youth <laughs> consultant that is here. Youth I don't know that I like that title, but I'll accept yeah, it. I know you're a youth consultant, Sarah and I being in our, our mid-30s, and Olivia's <laughs> in her low 20s. How do you say that? Early. early. That early. word would be early. Yeah, early is what I'm <laughs> looking for. Low is good, too. <laughs> low 20s. In, in the movie she chose to do was Easy A. Okay. Yeah, talk to me about easy. Because I mentioned this to you a couple of months ago, and you told me, actually, you questioned the fact that it was a rom-com. Yeah. And I said, of course it is. And now that you've watched Mm. it, do you think that it is? Do you... We use, well, that's the whole. Crux I know, of the but podcast. I mean, you chose to use it, so. Well, you know what? Here, I'll tell you where I stand at the beginning, and then you okay. can at the end see what it's developed mm. into. This to me is not a romantic comedy, like a hardcore romantic comedy. I would say we usually give numbers at the ends to things. I would give this where my opinion sits now. I would give this like a six because there is a love story involved in it, Mm -hmm. but it's not the main point of it. But you know what? You've got an hour or so to convince me otherwise. And I have an open heart and an open mind. Roger Ebert called it a comedy, not a romantic comedy. I don't know. But he was very complimentary of it. It's a good movie. He Don't called get it me out wrong. as okay. Emma Stone becoming a star because of this movie. And that's exactly what happened. This movie basically put her on the yeah. map. This was her first main role in a film since, mm-hmm. well, the first big movie she was in, I think, was Super Bad. Yes. Yeah. But, that, was, but she's the protagonist in this. Right. She is 100%, you know. I feel like you might be convincing me now on this episode that it is not a romantic <laughs> oh, comedy. Oh, no. Well, fast forward, folks. The episode's <laughs> over. <laughs> See you no, later. I'm you it's okay. <laughs> well, no, I, and, and that's the thing. It has, and we'll get into this, it, it has a lot of the tropes in it. The biggest part to me of where it's not a romantic comedy is that the ro- one of those words is, mm-hmm. is in there, but it's not the primary focus. Right. The romance is there, but it's like it's secondary to but everything that's else. what I liked about it. Really? Oh. Yes. Mm. So <laughs> that's the biggest note that I had about it, is mm. it kind of gets unrealistic in the reasons why I like it. Mm-hmm. But I liked it because it's it, romance isn't the first thing on her mind in high school. But that's what a romantic comedy is. But it still has the other qualities of a romantic comedy. Like, you know where it's going to go. You know she's going to end up with this guy. She mentions three other John Mm. Hughes movies. You know? She mentions Mm. more than three, actually. I don't know if I know if she's going to end up with that guy until like two-thirds of the way through. I agree with Sarah. I thought she was just running into the same guy over and over again. Yeah. At the beginning, she kind of like downplayed it. Like, that's the guy who always wears the mascot thing. Wait, actually, before we get too far into this, though, Sarah, do you want Mm. to give us a quick summary of what this movie's about? So, Olive Pentergast is... The middle child who... Wait, middle? 
Yeah, her brother's in college. That's what she's lying and saying that she had sex with her one of her brother's friends. Are you shitting me? I didn't pick up. Okay, oh, cool. Wait, what did you say? <laughs> she's a middle child in this movie. Yes. She's not. Uh-oh. <laughs> in my defense, I am always eating a sandwich when I watch these. And oh, I was yeah, really, yeah, I got this bread. I got everything bagel bread recently. Oh, <laughs> and it's just, okay, go. Okay. So she spends the weekend doing nothing, opening a card from her grandma over and over again with the Natasha Beddingfield song. I got a pocket full of sunshine. I got a love and I know that it's all mine. Oh, oh wow. It's so good. <laughs> so good. And, um, and so she literally does nothing all weekend. And then her best friend, who you would think would know what she's doing all weekend, is like, what did you do? And she's like, nothing, literally nothing. And she didn't believe her. So she's like, oh, yeah, I hooked up with this college guy that my brother got, like, like met met me up with. Why can't I use Hooked me up with, set me up met, with. Me up met with. me up with. <laughs> Introduced me to. Thank God we have our youth consultant because, Sarah, that hurt. But that I just said hip. hooked up, so I didn't want to say hooked up again. Um, and she's like, oh, my God, did you have sex with him? She's like, no. But her friend is like, yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You had sex with him. She's like, fine. I had sex with him, which is like, whatever. I have to stop commentating. And then um, what's her name? Amanda Bynes comes out of the bathroom. She plays a super evangelical Christian girl. And she's like, oh, my God. And tells the whole school that she slept with this guy and lost her virginity. And it goes around the school like wildfire. And everyone starts noticing her. And all of a sudden, she's like, on the map and she kind of likes the attention and then her reputation is already like as a slutty girl so her friend who is getting beat up for being gay tells her he wants her to pretend she has sex with him so that everyone will leave him alone and she takes pity on him so at a party they pretend to be really drunk and then go into a bedroom and pretend to have sex and then everyone's like oh my god and he gives her like two hundred dollars or something and then and a dildo don't forget that oh, one. Yeah, oh that was right. yeah. in case you yeah. don't like target go fuck yourself, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah <laughs> clever and then um she it, it starts getting around from like the nerdy outcast kids that she will pretend to do stuff with them in exchange for like <laughs> random gift cards <laughs> and stuff and it kind of like devolves and her reputation keeps getting worse. And her favorite English teacher is teaching the Scarlet Letter. So she buys all these like corsets and bustiers and sews red letter A's onto them. And then she finds out that his wife is cheating on him with one of the older guys from school who's like redone senior year three or four times because he's 21 in eight months. And allowed to go to a normal high school? Yeah. That doesn't feel and Lisa like Kudrow, <laughs> Lisa Kudrow is her English teacher's wife who's also the school counselor and unlike a good school counselor, lets Olive take the fall for um, them in he claims he got gonorrhea from Olive instead of from the freaking school counselor, which is ugh. I didn't know that it was, uh, I think it's chlamydia. 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 I didn't know that it had symptoms that, like that for men. What or, were the symptoms? He was in the hospital with unbearable pain. Oh. And I'm just like, no. I thought that was one of those pee, burning pee ones. Oh, is it? Okay, you don't go to the hospital for that. Like badly? If you do, if you're a lame-o. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, usually it doesn't cause symptoms and can be treated with antibiotics. However, if it didn't treat, it can spread to other body parts. What other body parts? I don't Whoa. know. I don't, I don't finish. <laughs> I don't want to talk about chlamydia yet. Okay. Tell me more. Um, the first thing that comes up on Google is how serious is chlamydia? Oh, not that serious. Like enough that you're looking you it up. You just take an though. antibiotic. I mean, it's not AIDS. I'd get it taken care of, though. Well, no Sorry, fucking fi- shit. Just finish, Sarah. <laughs> You'd get a UTI taken care of, too. Finish telling people about this movie before we get to this. Come on now. So <laughs> stick the landing. Then she actually gets a, she realizes she has this reputation, but she hasn't actually been asked out by anyone who actually wants to date her. And this guy asks her out and they go to Red Lobster, but she sees her best friend there who she's not talking to right now. And she had a crush on this guy. So she's like, oh no, I have to run away. So they go out to the parking lot and the guy's like, here's $200. Let me do whatever I want to you. And that's like, ooh, I'm not actually sleeping with guys. I'm just pretending to. And then she finally like pushes him off and is feeling like crap. And Penn Badgley, Todd, Yes. Todd comes out of nowhere. He worked at the Red Lobster and is like, hey, Lobster are you okay? She's like, yeah. He's like, let me drive you home. And then suddenly it's like, oh, this guy seems all right. He's not making assumptions about me. He's like a cool dude. He wears a mascot outfit and, you know, is Penn Badgley. <laughs> He's Gossip Girl. Uh, yeah, he's super hot. It's like, where the hell did you come from? And meanwhile, her parents are like the coolest parents in the history of the world. And she has a oh, younger brother yes. who's adopted. And they're all amazing. And randomly, there's a musical number at the end because she referenced that at the beginning. Like, I want it to be like a John Hughes movie where there's just a random musical number. And then there totally is. And she like comes out of a wheelbarrow singing a weird song and the principal chases her away and then she does a live webcam where she explains everything that happened is like my life is my life and you're just gonna have to see how it goes from here and then she's like maybe i sleep with this guy maybe i don't but that's my choice and then the movie ends right yeah i think that's yeah yeah i think that's it oh he's he does pull a uh john hughes um, lawnmower mm. moment he holds up those two speakers wait yeah let's talk about that because we just did <laughs> say anything say anything which is what it's from and it's not mm-hmm. a john hughes movie say anything he had some like, didn't he have something to do with it though probably i thought like something in the writing yeah, but either way in the 1980s well what makes me what makes me unhappy about that um no, maybe he didn't have anything to do with it. Either way, what I don't like about that, though, that he does the say anything mm-hmm. is they're not playing the right song. No, for not at one, all. Which is stupid. Yeah. And two, in say anything, if you've seen it, she doesn't come out. Mm-mm. It doesn't work out in that moment. Yeah. So what are you but doing? It's such movie? an iconic it thing is, that but, everyone always replicates. I, but, and I just want it. They probably couldn't afford it in your eyes. I mean, because that's yeah, the, your that's true. eyes, like, like the, the heat, heat your, your eyes, I am complete. With a big old boombox. And he has these weird <laughs> the two little dual speakers. speakers that are circles in his hands. And then what were they hooked up to, though? Good the question. wires just went Maybe it was like his Walkman or something. <laughs> his Walkman? I don't know. Oh, it's 2010. His iPod. Do you know what a Walkman is? I do. Actual question. I know. What do you think a Walkman is? Damn it. A Walkman is... <laughs> It's a CD player. 
Right? I'll accept, no. I'll accept okay. that. I had one when I was a kid. You had a portable a CD, CD player. player. Yeah. yeah, but it is used the to be. Is the tape? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I will accept that answer Because <laughs> okay. I had a CD Walkman too, but not until like sixth grade. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was, so in, in college, we went on this road trip with a, bu- a good buddy of mine. And he, and this was when like MP3 players were coming along, mm-hmm. but it was like, uh, it was like first iPods. It was like, you could fit like 10 albums or something, you know, yeah. and it was like, that's and they didn't awesome. have color and no, they were little. And everyone had that and for whatever reason. The only person that had CD still was my buddy AJ, but he broke his CD player. And oh, I no. just vividly remember him being like, oh, hey, because it was the beginning of a trip. It was Dayton to Daytona, a trip to Florida. Oh. And we stopped at a gas station to fill up. He's like, give me a minute. And he went in and bought a CD player just wow. off the rack at a, a gas station mm-hmm. and I for some reason to this day just find it so funny seeing AJ walk out <laughs> in 2007 with a CD player Aww. and a book of CDs and we got to town but it was just so there you go That's, did he have the thing that went from the CD player into the cassette with a fake cassette tape that you, bet could, your, you could play you bet your sweet ass yeah. he did <laughs> because was this awesome. was before there was like FM, you know the FM doggle thing yeah. all that. no I think he actually had to buy the cassette we were woefully yeah, unprepared for this expensive. trip sounds like it no terribly unprepared. i remember when belkin had those cassette players they were like eight or the cassette things that went from the cassette into a wire that you could plug into yeah. the aux cable of your cd yeah like walkman it was like 80 dollars for that fucking thing fuck you really you can get one at the dollar store yeah. for a dollar now yeah. do you know what a cassette is i know what a cassette <laughs> is oh my god but Maybe i feel like nobody is. really uses ipods anymore no they use your phone right streaming. okay so last year uh-huh. i had a concussion and the reason oh. my friend knew to take me to the <laughs> er was that we were driving to our next class and I said, oh, my God, let me put the... We were talking about a song. And I said, oh, my God, I have that on my iPod. Let me plug it in. And she goes, you're not okay. Oh, you need no. to go to... <laughs> you need to go she to the... Like, and I did have a concussion. I did have one. Uh. And it was... She's like, you, you, iPods don't... We're going to the hospital. You oh. sound like you're talking like a mother. Like it's time to take you to oh, see... Oh, no. <laughs> so what did you do to get this concussion? I didn't eat. And just passed out. Oh. Yeah. Like, the eating doesn't... So you hit your head? Yep. Oh. I hit my face. Just oh. like lip was cracked open. I'm more curious in that sentence about how you said we were driving to our next class. She was driving. Okay, still driving to another class. Yeah. It's a big campus. So it's actually, it, it is very uh, confusing because usually you don't have two classes in a row with the same person that you're very close to. But mm. I was the first person to graduate with this major. And she had the same major and she was with me. So our classes are very similar since it's such a small course. So then why are you going from a building to a building so far away that you have to drive if it's all underneath this umbrella of like language? Because we were lazy. I used to be fat, remember? I know, but like, wouldn't it be more, more distance to walk to the car, get in the car, park the car, walk from the car to the building. No, because just... oh, because it was at Gateway. One of our classes was at Gateway. Oh, you were in like this. We one were way up complex. there, gotcha. and then we had to go all the way to the other side. So you weren't really in an mm. academic building. You were in like well, a I mean, different purposey. Yeah, but I don't mm. think like okay, I'll accept that. But as yes. Well. So did you select this movie in some small part because okay. the character's main name is Olive, and you liked that the entire movie? It felt like people were kind of talking to you. No. Okay. And oh. as you have been talking I didn't think about that. <laughs> And I feel like Sarah was kind of unexcited in her 
summary. I feel like you didn't <laughs> like questions. it when you were talking about it. Okay. So I know that it's not, it doesn't have the structure of all the other rom-coms, mm. but she does bring up the crush that she has on this guy pretty early on, that it was in eighth grade. She's she sitting crush. there. Oh, yeah. And Todd. she's like, even though he's got this woodchuck helmet on, yeah. I still, like, I still think he's beautiful. I still think, I, you know? Yeah. And you know that she's got a crush on him and that something's going to develop out of At that. Least he's, like, but, on her radar. Yeah. I guess, yeah, they do show them ki- almost kissing in eighth they grade. They do that. I mean, Seven it's, it's part of the storyline. It's just smaller. And I like it, though, because they focus more on her as an individual and as a feminine protagonist and how she overcomes the double standard mm. rather than her love life. But they still do that. But again, that probably means it's more of a... No, it's still a romantic comedy. <laughs> it's still a romantic comedy. It's just very different because... Because it's a Bildung's woman. The female is empowered <laughs> by this... Because she's learning whatever. and growing. You know what? If you disagree with me, that's fine. But we're but, still doing but, this podcast. Oh no, absolutely. <laughs> Damn it! I mean, sh- they do. They do end up together, kind of in the end. Uh, what do you mean, kind of in the end? They, they totally do. end up together. Like, they're not like date. We don't know if they're dating or not. They're in. They're in that moment together. Well, you know what? He kisses <clears throat> her. She kisses him. Oh yeah, they do. They yeah, oh, that's sweet. I also like that her house is down the hill, like an awesome house. Yeah, yeah. that house is so awesome. That's a craftsman. That's like my dream. Mm. And of course, she has the end room with all the, the windows. coolest bedroom. Yeah. Well, but let's be real here. Stanley Tucci is the kind of dad in this movie that would be like, you know what? Do you love that room? Like, fine, you can have that room. Yes. I love the basement. His name is Dill. His yes. name is Dill. Everyone's name in this is a food. No. Her brother's name is Chip. <laughs> the mom is Rosemary. Rosemary. Oh, yeah. that's excellent. Yeah. Shut the front door. You're <laughs> right. Yeah. That's nuts. Uh-huh. But they're like so cool as parents. It's like hard to even imagine your parents being that cool. But they were, they weren't like uh uninvolved uh, uninvolved they weren't like in mean girls parents like the cool mom and that like they were guiding I'm a cool mom <laughs> they were guiding her in the right direction oh my god they were making sure she was okay when stanley tucci sat down and looked at the adopted son who was just like so uh where are you from originally <laughs> i fucking lost or uh what who i'm told, adopted who, who told, told you, you? Oh i thought god. we were waiting for the correct time <laughs> no i, I felt uh, like every scene with he's with, so good with patricia clarkson yeah and she's anthony so good Tuch- or uh, uh uh, uh, Stanley, Stanley Tucci, Tucci I feel like every one of those scenes was at best loosely scripted she is yeah. a wonderful actress too mm-hmm. she usually plays a little bit scarier so I like seeing yes. her in a more light I couldn't realize role. I couldn't think of why I was so afraid of her when yeah. she came on the screen I was like Olivia what what scary role do you know her from and I went Tammy one Oh yeah, Parks Tammy, Tammy one. one. She's terrifying. <laughs> I was yeah. like, that is why. Oh my. Well, she God. plays kind of like a Tammy one character in this HBO limited series called Sharp Objects. Oh, okay. she has Munchausen's by proxy and oh. is fucked up, and she's scary. Did you want to give me your HBO password? It would, except it's not mine. <laughs> you she, can have my Hulu. I give that to Justin. She's also in four episodes of Frasier. Yes, oh. I saw that. <laughs> I can see that. She'd fit in well. She has that kind of intellectual. Oh, and mm-hmm. six feet under. 
Oh yeah, she's good in that. But again, I felt like every scene with them together, it it was oh, it, it, so felt, well, it felt ad lib to me. They're so it, good. it felt like real quick. And what uh-huh. wasn't even when she had the the guy came over to propose the initial idea of like um, pretending the gay to guy, hook up. Yeah. yeah. When uh, she's like, well, I do oh, your be- homosexual boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I do believe that there was a man at the door asking for your hand in marriage. And like, oh, mama, the day has come. Yeah. Happy day, happy day. <laughs> that to me wasn't acting. That was ad lib. So I, I think. Oh, yeah. I, I, I would. He's so, like, it sounds like you're having sex in here, except I know that's not happening because you have a homosexual boyfriend. <laughs> It's so funny. Well, and, and I think that Stanley Tucci, they gave him uh, they gave him a couple, well, him and the mom, of just a couple moments of earnestness. Like when he mm-hmm. showed up and was just kind of checking on her when she was doing the clothes and he was kind of like, you okay? Mm-hmm. She was like, yeah. And he was like, give him hell. I mean, it was, but there was that moment of like, we're not just bantering. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually yeah. checking. Or the mom, when she's on the car with her near the end, she's yes. like, I used to get you know, mm-hmm. catch shit and you're handling it better. I, yeah. They could have just been entertaining characters had they not put in those little bit, but putting in those bits made them real parents again. It they, was, yeah. They had a really good parental chemistry. Mm-hmm. They were so good. But I, as the, um, what am I, the youth guest? You're the youth consultant. Okay, youth as the consultant. youth consultant, I would just like to um, talk about my appreciation for this cast. Oh, yes. Okay. Because um, Cam Gigante, Gigante mm-hmm. from uh, from Twilight. Yeah. Um, he's also from Burlesque. I don't know if you guys have seen that. No, movie. I haven't. But um, he's Ali very Mashaka. attractive. Wait, I, who? Ali Mashaka. She plays uh, oh, the best Rhiannon. friend. Big yes, hits. I know her. Yes, I love yes. Rhiannon. So I the saw... name Rhiannon is fucking great. Yes, because of the Fleetwood Mac song. Yeah, and That's her parents are super nudie hippies. Okay, I saw oh. her at the Ohio State Fair when I was about nine years old with Shut her sister up. when they were Ali and AJ. Oh, that! And I just have such an appreciation for this cast. And Amanda yeah. Bynes, before she went crazy, like this is her, her last role. This is the last movie she's oh, ever been in. Really? Yeah. She said, "I'm retiring." She said, "I know it's." <sighs> young to retire at 24 but meh, that's it and then she went off the rails wait is amanda Bynes younger than us yeah. sarah shut up really i thought we were all like the same age she's very close in age to us okay but slightly younger no this is a great cast it's You're so right. good i, I love know. it um and I lisa kudrow thomas hayden church. church yes shaw all i see is spider-man <laughs> the whole time oh all i see is uh wasn't he in wings wasn't he lol in wings oh I'm almost sure Thomas Hayden Church was in Wings. Wings. His Maybe neck he wasn't, wasn't as big as it is now. Maybe he actually wasn't. No, he was in Wings. He was lol. His yeah. neck is more Spider-Man. Oh, also Sideways. Don't forget Sideways oh, yeah. with one Paul Mr. Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. The five, uh, whatever. The five degrees of Paul Giamatti. Of Paul Giamatti. The five romantic comedy degrees of Paul everything. Giamatti. Yeah. <laughs> we should do sideways. I would love to do sideways. Yeah. Uh, Ali Machalka. 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 Oh my God. Machalka. Machalka. Machalki Culkin. Isn't that that kid from Home Alone? Machalki Culkin. Ali Shawkat Machalka. So Ali Machalki Culkin. I looked her up because I was sure that we were the same age. And and we're not, but we're close. She was born in '89. I was born in '84. I mean, what's five years? Uh, but you just like her boobs, 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 boobs. Yeah, that's a, that is a romantic comedy trope. Is mm-hmm. good boobs. Uh, no, but the second it, it made me very concerned on Google. You is know, that comes my up. feature. Is that my defining feature? <laughs> and she got excited. Yeah, yeah I feel that. Her. Oh yeah. But it, you know, how it, it'll list on Google like people, like normal like questions people search for mm-hmm. for that thing most commonly. The second one for her was what happened to Ali and Machalki Kalkin. 
And I mm. and I know when I got in a panic, I'm like, oh no, she's is fine. she okay? She's fine. No, it's absolutely. She's just fine. an adult just, now. Um, do you guys know the song "Potential Breakup Song"? No. no. Well, that's a horrible crime. But um, <laughs> <laughs> they just so it's like from the Disney Channel days. It's mm-hmm. a great song, honestly. It's a really good jam. You should listen to it. But yeah. they just re-recorded it. The um, breakup the ex- song. Potential, potential breakup, breakup song. song. Why is that? Because the song's about. It's letting you know that you it? are really fucking up right now, but you have an opportunity to just change things around. Wait, so it's them mm-hmm. having a dialogue with the presumed gentleman they yes, are seeing. Pretty much. Oh, I you like listen that. To this song, but yeah. they just re-recorded mm-hmm. it. Oh my god, I would give they, anything to get a warning like that instead of just you know not. Our album needs just one. That's what they put in the song. It's a lyric. But anyways, they just re-recorded. <laughs> An explicit version, oh. and Olivia got very excited. You, Olivia? Huh. Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you were me. talking about another Olivia. No, no, that'd be me. I do, I do know like four other Olivias. But... You're like Terry Crews over here. <laughs> Terry loves yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> from Brooklyn Nine Nine. I've been watching a lot of Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Can we all agree though? Because you're you're talking about the cast. First off, if we're talking the, the love interest in this, I thought he he played it. He was he was who Penn Badgley? Yeah, he was like he was handsome, but he was goofy, but he was like mm. kind of aloof. I thought he played it very well. What he did yeah. to, but he played. He's a dreamboat man. Do you know that his name in the 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 credits for this movie is Beaver Todd Woodchuck Todd Woodchuck Todd <laughs> which I did love that it started out as D- I like Blue seeing... Devil Todd and she was like we should, yeah, we should change and it to they changed it. And, they, and it was in the credits as that but yeah. can we all agree that I, I think moving from a Blue Devil can we all agree that I think yeah can we all agree <laughs> that I think that moving from a Woodchuck to a Blue Devil I think that I think that's a good move. I think that's an upward yeah, move. Yeah, get away from Duke. Well, Ugh. A, yeah, Duke. And it's just like, oh, we're copying Duke. Didn't two, it go the other way? They, no. No, they, no, but they made it sound like it was bad that they went from the Blue Devils to the Woodchucks. Oh. They went Blue Devils to but Woodchucks. But I like him. I think it's better because, honestly, he came out with that thing of wood. I'm in a pep rally and a giant beaver comes out with a <laughs> cart full of wood. Woodchuck. Yeah, wood, it's not is, a what's beaver. What's the difference? I Why mean, don't you Google that? Yeah. Beaver and a woodchuck. Oh, beavers have the tail, the smack. But tail. why are woodchucks called woodchucks? Because they chuck wood. But don't beavers? But why don't you quit chucking all that wood, you woodchuck? <laughs> <laughs> but but if a dude tell me, look it up. I'm uh, difference between <laughs> beavers and woodchucks. According to Google, um, Google, a beaver problem after taking some of the most some of the most obvious difference include beavers have a flat rudder-like tail, oh, and yellow incisors, while groundhogs have short, bushy tails. Oh, it's tails a groundhog. And a woodchuck is a groundhog. Is that what we're saying? I think so. No huh. way. Is a woodchuck a beaver or a groundhog? Groundhogs are rodents and are also known as woodchucks. Oh, whistle, oh, whistle pigs. <laughs> yeah. Y'all see the upcoming? Say yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that video? Uh, yes. Wait, you've seen that? I think so. The, I think I know the, what you're talking about. With the the uh, the magical flute that someone's drawing of the leprechaun oh, who was up not. in the tree. It was one of the first viral oh videos. Oh Y'all see the leprechaun? Say yeah, yeah. Remind us at the end of the recording. It's in Alabama. I will watch that if you listen to the potential breakup song. I will gladly. I would. I would. I'm very pro potential breakup. Yeah. But it, but again, that's an up move. Yeah. High school students would a hundred percent get behind something as dumb as a woodchuck. Probably, yeah. you know. So that's what I They're didn't like buy. Irony. Of it. And then at the end, that he takes his shirt off and everybody's like, "We're the devils again." I would be like, "Boo!" 
bring back the woodchuck. Especially bring how back the woodchuck. And then he's casually wearing the woodchuck outfit around what is a co- essentially a college campus. Like, come on. What? How they he they, how they walk OGI in between classes? Yeah. High school. That's a that's a California thing. Really? They have their lockers on the outside. She's all that is like that too. I don't think any of those seem like real schools. No, they I want to know about I in have California. A, I have a specific note about wardrobe yeah. of this movie. Yeah, who gets also, away with wearing that? I think it's a common thing in rom com high school rom coms that everyone looks like they're twenty seven. Yeah. Oh yeah! What the hell? Well, that was the That's... joke about that Cam guy. That's why they wrote that in there because he okay, was twenty eight. Allison Mashaka does not look. She's twenty three in that in that movie. In, wow, and I uh, wish I Emma Stone like that. was twenty one. Yeah. No one looks that good at school. I was noticing that too. I think she only started wearing heels after she, she got that she reputation. Was it in the first season, or in the first um, episode, scene, when Ooh. she dropped her books. Hmm. Like right in the beginning, she was wearing huh. wedges. Ugh. And I was like, I remember wearing like wedge kind of heels to school once and being like, fuck this. This I'm is never, never doing this again. again. I yeah. wore knee highs and a jumper. I was going to say, Olivia and I went to the same high school, <laughs> well, which is yeah, a Catholic guys, high school. So I went we to just... public school. Ooh, rebel. <laughs> My public school was fancy as H. And so when I went to summer school to just try to get ahead and take a class in summer school i went to the the local school next suburb over and they were like we heard you have espresso machines in your hallways and i was like no we just have school disagree <laughs> you would need i would lean into that if i were you it's like yeah yeah i can get a foot massage anytime i want if i'm having like a really hard day they'll even come to me <laughs> like... student council pays for it <laughs> Yeah, you. So you never knew the joy of, of having to pay stupid for, shoes that you shouldn't have worn. Well, of to having to pay for a dress down around day. in them. I mean, my mom used to be a high school librarian for like fifteen years, and she said, "God, they would just wear the stupidest shoes, and you could hear them coming down the hall, just like clomp, clomp." What were girls allowed to wear shoe wise? It see that's what people went crazy with is because we didn't have soup a lot of restrictions on shoes except that mm. you couldn't wear boots because they thought we would sneak guns in or something and i'm like no i just want to put my tampons in here like chill <laughs> tampons and boots that's a great way place to put them wait are we talking like a cowboy boot could be I have a booty. what kind of boot they're not like that uggs. long like uggs in the winter okay. <laughs> <laughs> extra long please <laughs> i can put like 16 in here lengthwise <laughs> What? What's a, a cervix? Where? <laughs> now my cervix, sir. My cervix is a foot long. I need to bring these boot these boots to school. Don't worry, girl. I got you. <laughs> oh my God. Like, Just like a nurse, like a bow and arrow. Yeah. <laughs> wait. So they aren't like pool noodles. <laughs> so wait. You couldn't wear cowboy. You could wear cowboy boots. No you boots. Could not. No boots were no allowed. Boots. Okay. These boots um, aren't made for tampons. <laughs> <laughs> well because when you said boot my head immediately went to cowboy boot instead Why? of like an ugg i don't know what that says about me i don't know no, okay it would so be what could you wear could you get Sperry, away with like the, a stiletto oh, oh you that's what people sliders. wear those all the time with socks mm, justin um you don't wear socks with boat shoes no well yeah. you did it at wherever we went to high school you can say water so oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> at the place that shall not be named yeah, <laughs> yeah honestly though um nobody wore heels i don't think we were allowed to i you know what i never once got yelled at when i did no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. 
Though I do to Your this, calves probably looked amazing. Though yeah. due to this Double, day, uh, I, standard there. I do think I could walk in heels. I I've never tried, but I think I could. You should try, Sarah. Yeah. What size shoe do you wear? It's not big enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have huge feet, but just big enough. But I'd like to also say this with no threat of ever having to back it up. Right. Yeah, but I think I could heel toe, heel toe. Well, we got to go to the thrift store. Soon. Yeah, we really. Ben has some. Don't worry. I don't doubt that Ben has a you. fantastic pair that yeah. would fit me. So okay, you know what? Here, since wait, uh, we're back to Penn oh, Badgley. Yes, yes, Penn Badgley. Penn Badgley. You mean Gossip Girl? Well, I know him f- more from the show You on Netflix. Oh. Why uh, O? Y O U. Or like He's y- like, you a like a kind of mm-hmm. like he's kind of sexy serial killer. Sexy serial. He's killer. brainy. He's it, he works at a bookstore. What? He's really into literature. I've never heard of this guy. Penn Badgley? Never heard you, of him. Have Penn you never Badgley. seen Gossip Girl? No. Uh, uh, also he, another abominable crime. He's in real life he's um a different religion. I can't remember what it is. That's really? very interesting. He and his wife both are. And she is, she runs a very well-known um, midwife clinic in New York. Domino Kirk is her name. And her sister is Jemima Kirk, who is on Girls. She plays Jessa. And their dad is a rock star. And it's just like really weird. And now he's married to Domino Kirk. But he's like, I think he's vegan or he's very, he's very thin. And he's kind of in this, in the other show, you, he's very bookish and he's, you know, comes off as very intellectual. And so it's fun to see him in this high school role where he's a little bit, well, he's younger for sure, but he's a little bit thicker and he's a little bit like younger and fun and has that like kind of baby fat. You know, I'm still young, hot Penn Badgley. I'm like, oh, Penn. I'm young, hot Penn Badgley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was also in John Tucker Must Die. So there's another high school mm, one. There you go. I don't know how big of a part Scott has in it, but that's him. So my question, though, we, we just touched on it. So Olivia and I went to the same high school. Yeah. And if that guy was the mascot, you know, everyone would be like, do me. You know, you know this. <laughs> you know this, Sarah, because I think I've brought it up on this show yes, before, the but eagle. Olivia doesn't know You're this. You're going to tell I, this again. I'm not going to tell the full story. I'll just mention it. All I right. was the, the mascot for like two games okay. and one pep rally that we let out the whole school out early. And you early. found a dirty old eagle costume, didn't you? The like a the cheerleading teacher found or coach cheerleading teacher sure cheer the, the Sue Lynch of the cheerleading Jane Lynch you're not Sue Sylvester Jane Lynch that was weird God Sarah we're so close it's like Olivia being around is making us age <laughs> thirty years you what's know, my name that's Sue Lynch it's like when my mom called Post Malone Peter Malone. <laughs> And she asked me if I knew Peter Malone and we're driving and we probably made it. Oh my God. We probably we probably made it. You know Peter Malone. That's what like, we probably made it a mile because I thought she was asking me like someone oh I went to school God. with. And she just kept going, No, you know, I think his name was Peter Malone. And oh she was God. also saying it in the past tense, which I kept thinking what? like school, school, school. Is he dead? Like, no, and I was like, Mom, I, well, I think it does kind of ring a bell. Could you describe him? She's like, you know, I he has like longer hair. Oh, oh and he he loves playing that uh the drinking, the uh, with the ping pong balls. <laughs> 
Why did she say he's a musician? He's got tattoos all over his face. Sarah, I don't know how she knows Peter Malone, but I... (laughs) longer hair and he loves playing the drinking game with the balls (laughs) but she never brought up that he was a musician that never came up he's a musician she knew him from Jimmy Fallon's the guy that has a YouTube show of drinking games oh my god and so it took me I'm learning things about Peter Malone I would never have figured this out. It took me probably a mile oh or two before I was God. like, Mom, does he have face tattoos? <laughs> yeah, I think he does. I'm like, do you mean Post oh Malone? Yes. <laughs> oh my God. So, the, and it's like, Mom, you know oh. I don't actually know him. Oh no, I wasn't asking if oh you knew God. him. I'm like, I thought this <laughs> whole time. Do you know of him? Peter Malone. Oh, Austin Post. That's his name. Oh, what? Austin Post. This is really no. If you told me his real name was Peter, I would have just shut this computer oh, off and locked out the door. Peter Post. That would have been. Austin Peter Post Malone. <laughs> Oh my god, that is so amazing, isn't it? God, so, I want to spend more time with your mom. <laughs> She's so funny. My brother-in-law, when my sister and he got married, was just absolutely enamored with my mother. Really? And, and because my mom and my dad and I have been around her our whole lives. What like it's my mom? So what she yeah. does, goofy. I I especially when I was younger would find annoying, and I mm. didn't realize how like funny it was, and so like. She, my, the, the one story, if you ever, if you're ever with my mother, Sarah, or you, Olivia, and for whatever reason, there's chocolate cake or chocolate being consumed (laughs) somewhere, just look at her and go, oh, Lynn, chocolate dessert and point your fingers to the side. And the story behind that is my mom. Years ago, went to see my sister and a friend of hers, and a friend of hers made that like a chocolate molten lava cake. They uh. ate it; it was delicious. My mom was happy with it. That's the end of the story on that part. Then the next time she saw my friend's sister, who she had met many times, this was like a somewhat not super close friend, but a close enough friend. Mm-hmm. And she just looked at the girl and went, "Oh, hey, Krista, chocolate <laughs> dessert." And they, my sister this and her, is what I associate with you. And my sister and the girl were just looking at each other. So now for. <laughs> Every time, you know, chocolate, and she points, you can't see this because it's an audio medium. I'm pointing my fingers to the side like guns. guns. Oh, and then her mom dance at weddings. Her mom's so cute. Her mom dance can be where you put, it's like flat hands to the side and you're kind of like going with the rhythm and there's like Mm -hmm. kind of some shoulders. Open, walk like an Egyptian. A little bit. yeah. Yeah. But it's like. Yeah, it's uh, your mom. No, mom is mom She's is genuinely hysterical. Yeah. God. So what I was getting into, I don't know how we got into person. <laughs> I don't post either. Paul Malone. He's <laughs> <Peter> a Peter Malone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Spider Man's like secret identity. Yeah. Like Post Malone's secret identity is oh, Peter. So we've got Peter Malone oh, and yeah. Ali Machalki Calk. <laughs> Austin Peter. Yeah. Oh God. So, but the. So we're talking about like wardrobe, things that would not fly in any high school whatsoever. You like, at least have to have straps. Yeah. That's what I wrote down. Don't was yeah. isn't a big thing where girls get kicked out of schools for wearing tank tops yeah. and they're like, yeah. you gotta get out of here. And she's like, here's my bustier, here's underwear. Yes. Yeah, basically. Okay. The corset is what she wears. The whole school though was unreal. I feel so like we went oh, to Jai East. Well, we because we went to a Catholic high school that was deep in everybody's shit. And if there was even a murmur of something like this, you better believe she would be getting called into like the principal's office and not a right. fun, kind conversation. It would be a like very stern. We're getting your parents involved. It would is that what would happen? Because again, I don't realize. Well, I went what, to a small school. This school seems a lot bigger. I okay because I just sometimes 
when I see high school movies, I don't know if you feel like this ever, Olivia. I realize my high school was insane in a lot of ways, in mm-hmm. ways that I don't think normal high schools are necessarily. Like the fact that, again, if there was a rumor of a girl being a trollop, it would probably be something the administration thought they should get involved in. Yeah. Like, and I don't think that's normal, but I'm pretty sure that's how Watterson would have handled it. Well, she immediately gets called in the principal's office for calling that girl a twat. That was funny. <laughs> oh, like, and she spelled it out in P's. Yeah. yeah. And the little brother read it. <laughs> What's a twit? It's an A, honey. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I don't, and that, and you know what? That's the other thing if we're talking about high school. I feel like when I was in high school, I, I don't think people were as fascinated. This movie paints a picture of like, teenagers being that interested in who's having sex and who's i don't I know. really were oh, oh you were okay because that was i completely my question. wasn't and i, was, I wasn't yeah. but well, I, so i was like are people really doing this i did have that curiosity that's what i was thinking but it's like nobody talked about it yeah. if there was there were like three long-term couples that people didn't hate yeah that you're like okay they're probably doing it that's that's cool yeah <laughs> but like yeah but the the only real rumors that spread in my class that i remember were thing and it wasn't even like room it would be a flash in the pan thing like some would say it like oh cool and people wouldn't harp on it like this but like okay like they had sex in i don't know like the gym locker you know like extra things like but i don't remember if i heard a girl had slept with a college guy i'd be like cool like i I don't know that it that that conceit of the movie i had trouble just because it wasn't by amanda Bynes that she was just so like laser focused and like spreading it around maybe because i guess there were a handful of people at my high school like girls particularly that could ratchet some shit up if they wanted to and i didn't on that well that's another thing is that i feel like it would have been a different setup if they had focused more on clicks which i'm surprised that they really didn't oh they didn't even hint at it they only have the religious group everything else is like this is this girl who is kind of friendly with just about everybody at this huge yeah. California school. high school. Yeah. Like she knows, you know, the gay guy who she's not really right. close to. They make it clear that she's really only close to Rhiannon. Yeah. But he calls her and she knows the guy who... Um, the larger, the bigger yeah, dude. Yeah, the guy really, by the pool. And that he felt friendly enough with her to approach her, not yeah, like, hey, I've never spoken so, to you. Yeah. And she's so nice and friendly to everyone. Also, this girl is a high school girl, and you're telling me that she's so calm about all of this? Yeah. That's what I didn't get. That was she my problem. She is so mature. I wish that <laughs> like, I could act like her in how this movie. are you like that? Also, you're sobbing in the car with a man that you've had a crush on for 10 years, and he wants to kiss you, and you say, no, it's not the time. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd be over here like, yes, take my pants off. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> See, I like, responded no more to what she was saying, because she's like all snotty and sad and like the last kiss she just had was just this douchebag who tried to pay her i'd want to like get a little distance brush my teeth reset mm-hmm. and then have like a nice experience okay I, see yeah. high high school justin this is how i've grown i guess maybe he's grown well oh let me finish before you act excited about it high school justin would have been in sarah's mindset of let's just make this right you know let me brush my teeth this Mm-hmm. Now Justin is like, this is a flash in the pan. This will not come again. The, obviously, <laughs> seize this, the day. Yeah, obviously, like, the, yeah. If I don't do this now, I'll bring it up later, and she'd be, like, or you know, she'd be like, um, oh, yeah, that was just a moment. You? Yeah, and like that was just a moment. So I'm very much of like your You've side lost now. Your confidence? No, man. it's not confidence. It's just I've had enough instances where like I'm not someone that sticks with people. I'm like, I think people like move on very quickly from like. 
oh, forget about me. And I've been told as much by a couple people. And so I get very concerned when oh, it's one of those of like, little faith. well, maybe not, but you know, one of those scenarios where it's like, this may be the only shot. So I'm taking it. I'm see, I'm carpe diem, diem, deeming? Carpe diem. Carpe diem. She's so excited when she listens to this. Carpe DMing. Oh, yes. is that what get in my DMs is? Seizing the day? To no, get, absolutely you carpe not. Diem. But you could make it so. Carpe DMs? Oh my God. That? That's a new thing, Justin. That would look so fucking cool on a t-shirt, Carpe DMs. No, it wouldn't, but Shut you can me. say it. Fine, fuck you. Fine, I like mm-hmm. it. Maybe I'll put Slide it on Slide into my Carpe DMs. Yeah. Carpe my DMs. Carpe my DMs. I don't know, but whenever <laughs> we watch it. that up. No, we're fine. Um, you know, but the, I guess that's the thing with the with any of these high school movies that always gets me a little weird. It's because I went to a, a little bit wackadoo high school. That Catholics are a little bit wackadoo. Here's where it was really funny. And ma- again, Olivia, I, I'm saying this because we've talked about our high school experiences. And it mm-hmm. doesn't sound like in the... 10 years 10 plus years things changed a whole lot there i do remember the only sex thing i do remember from high school mm. the <laughs> priests am i right oh, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> with was, each other was that we would have a senior retreat where you would go and like i don't like know a you... kairos i think so i've heard that word before mm. and i think people use it to describe this like you'd go and you'd like pe- people would share and you'd cry and like yeah stay it overnight. sounds like a kairos yeah that type of thing and I remember one of them hearing from another friend that was like, you know, oh, why, is, why, is, why are those, some of those guys in, like a little pissed off? And the class would go in chunks. So like a third of the class or something now and a few weeks later and whatever. And they're like, oh, no, their uh, girlfriends went on that retreat thing and uh, they stopped putting out because they found Jesus. Ooh. And that lasted for like a week or two and then things went back to normal. And I just, I always find that the interesting <laughs> rub. And they, funny. you would get this cross. Did you get the weird cr- the cross? I saw Harvard, I think. The really? no, like I made of wood? It, yes yeah yeah, yeah. this is totally Kyra. i don't remember in high school though again i keep going back to when i was in high school but we back went to, in my day back in my oh, day we walked to school <laughs> <laughs> but we had i don't remember having any for being at a religious school we didn't have any crazy religiousy people like amanda Bynes, and i'm a little sad about that because i think that would have really added oh. a level of i excitement. remember in high school one of my friends who I'd known since she was like the first friend I ever made in first grade because mm. I met her the summer before first grade. She was very Protestant, very Presbyterian, brilliant to the Presbyterian church, which I think is so random, but because uh, like Protestants don't tend to be like really definitive about their specific Protestantism, but she was. And, uh, she started dating a guy who was super Catholic, who had a Pope's name, like was one of nine kids, you know, and she was like asking him all these questions about transubstantiation and was like, what's the difference? How can you, how can you not call yourself a cannibal if you truly believe that you're eating the body of Christ? Oh my gosh, that is a good one. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> okay, we're way out in here. Like, okay, guys. <laughs> and that was like a problem in their relationship. Like, that was like an unresolved conflict. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. Oh my goodness. I've had some bonkers yeah. things that I've like, 
done or been in arguments about, but never that. Yeah. Are you a cannibal? Mm -hmm. Wowzers. I had people who, I guess I was just kind of surprised when they, they, you know, they actually took their religion seriously. Mm. But then you would see like that weekend that they were drunk. (laughs) Like the but whole being Catholic weekend. and being drunk never, never were problematic. I was going mean, to say it seems true, to go together. It's just like, like those are very hand in hand. You know, <laughs> it seems to go like together like being Irish and drunk, Do you or like Polish and drunk, or Russian so, and drunk. Kairos was actually something that was a privileged thing when I was there. It was oh. not the senior retreat. We actually they changed it to be a junior year so that you would be closer to those people going into senior year. Oh, okay. which actually was it worked out kind of well. But for Kairos, like you would have all these people. Did you who get were the like, privilege of going to Kairos? I didn't want to go. But were you offered um, the privilege? No, I didn't apply. Oh, okay. It was an application. Yeah. I'd like to believe it was like Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, the sorting hat. <laughs> <laughs> they put a hat on you. Uh, oh, no. my the God. Doors, the doors of you would catch be, on fire if I stepped too close. So You would have been crying <laughs> to this day if they put a sorting hat on you for Kairos and it said no. No, I wouldn't. I'd be like, damn straight. They put a sorting hat on you, a talking hat, a talking Harry Potter hat goes on your head and tells you that. (laughs) All right, go on. I'm sorry. Did you want to like bring up Harry Potter and think that you're going to win this argument? She loves Harry Potter. I know. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. I don't even remember what I was saying. Kairos, retreat. (laughs) Retreats, Um, privilege. But like all these people who were just, you know, the popular crowd would be, yeah, they'd be like, they'd have this Bible quote on their Instagram one day and then the next they'd be like, Oh my god! And like, just have this like, you could see their nipples like through their shirts, just like with drinks in their yeah. hands. And I'm just like, it's cool. Like that's fun, but don't <laughs> like. Do you love Jesus? Because you Show need me him. Nipples. You need him. He's in those titties somewhere, but <laughs> still stand of them titties though. I can't tell you how happy I am that we didn't have Instagram or Facebook oh, or God. any we had of Facebook. that in college. Yeah, and they just got photos on it like our junior or senior I know. year. I know. I'm saying I'm glad there's this part of my life yeah. that is not recorded. There's that not that one I, video. I mean, not that I did anything particularly bad, but Justin doesn't want to have that out there. Justin mm. was not banging on all cylinders back then. Like, <laughs> I never drank in high school. Oh, I didn't either. You didn't? Then no. what are you worried about? No, literally that I was just doing dumb shit. I mean, <laughs> like things that I'm not necessarily... Yeah, that I was just an idiot. Oh. No, I'm not... Not that I'm like... That would, uh, that would also be the funny thing because I wasn't going to parties i wasn't invited to parties i don't even know yeah. how many parties there were but you'd occasionally hear on monday of like someone doing something stupid and it'd mm. always be people i knew like friend oh. friends of mine would get invited and they'd get to go and i didn't want to go but it was always that thing of like maybe What's you give me on? maybe you just give me a shout one time like if i want to go i'm gonna say no i'm not gonna go i think i even oh, said yeah. that to someone one time and he was like yeah nah, you don't need to worry about that uh, fuck you <laughs> So, going back to how fast the rumors spread. Yes. I went to one high school party. My senior year, I went to one. Mm -hmm. Did I throw up? Yeah, I did. It was like the first time that I was, I was so drunk at this party. I still have pictures from it, actually. But anyways, the Monday afterward. I'm glad I can't say that. Yeah. uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. The Monday (laughs) afterward, I mean, I went to one party. People, you know, I would. This guy comes up to me and he's like, Olivia, are you okay? Because I heard you were an alcoholic. Whoa. <laughs> the Monday after like, the party. I was, I was like, no, I'm fine. Thank you. Oh this guy's God. never talked to me in my whole life. And he said that to me in theology class. He came up to me in theology wow. and was like, Olivia, are you okay? Like,
like, if you need someone, you just like let me know. And I was like, no, I'm cool. How <laughs> Get me a Twinkie and I'll be fine. How tempted were you? I would have been so tempted to just go like, I, I do have a problem. Put the ball in his fucking court. You're the Emma Stone of this yeah. scenario. You know, yeah. you know what, man? You're coming to me with that kind of heat. Let's see what you're really bringing to the plate. My friends you know? came up to me at lunch. They were like, Olivia, I heard it again. Like you, people are saying oh you're an alcoholic. God. And I'm like, oh my God, I threw up. I would have been, I would have been walking through the, the lunchroom with a water <laughs> bottle with like a really shallow shake in my oh hand, my you know, just to like, are you okay? Like I'm going to be. Did you have Mr. Modecki? Do you know who that is? No, I did not have him, but I know who he was. There was a guy in my class who got so drunk by second period that he threw up in Modecki's class. My dad did that. Olivia Duke was right behind him. He threw (laughs) up in Modecki's class. Wait, okay. (laughs) That's ridiculous. It's true. What did you say? True story. (laughs) Now, what did you My dad did that (laughs) in first period. He got drunk before school and then threw up on the kid in front of him. Yeah. No. It's a power move. There's no two ways about that. 8 a.m. drunk. Just going to vomit on the kid in front of me and get sent home. Well, frankly, you can't be drunk all day if you don't start in the morning. Exactly. So that, yeah. That's just a At a Catholic fact. school. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. He wow. also sang Basketball Jones for a high school talent show. I don't know what spun basket- about Basketball Jones. I got a Basketball Jones. Basketball Jones, oh baby, ooh, and then you spin the ball on your finger. <laughs> Is this, a, was that a song? That yes. Was, are you sure your dad didn't just make I'm up really... a song called Basketball Jones? <laughs> yes. I can picture. This is the same man who went to UD and threw up so hard after his <laughs> his roommate's younger brother won $40,000 pyramid <gasps> and they drank what? all of the. 40,000 um, beers? They drank a bunch of screwdrivers because they were so excited watching him play at like 3 p.m. the day, the last day of their exams of like Christmas break. Oh, God. And then he threw up so hard and then went to sleep, woke up for his intramural three on three championship at seven and ran onto the court. And his eyes were completely red because he'd burst all the blood vessels in his eyeballs. That's marvelous. Yeah. Oh my! I'm sorry. I'm still on basketball. Jones, Catholics quite frankly. <laughs> and alcohol. Because like your dad's, your dad's tall and very thin, and I'm picturing him like putting his hand on his hip while spinning on basketball. Jones. Basketball no, Jones. Cool. I'm just making the song up because it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of saying the words basketball Jones. <laughs> He was really into basketball. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. my God. That's just absolutely marvelous. I think when you don't know where you fit or you don't fit in, it's like you either like drink a lot or you like do something like she did where you're like, it's better to be noticed even if it's bad than like. Yeah. No bad publicity. Be, yeah. See, I would say in high school, I I would think I was fairly in the, the like pack of zebras. You know what I mean? Like wasn't like particularly yeah. known on either end of the scale, mm-hmm. but it never appe- it never seemed like that fun to yeah, me. I like the popular people didn't seem like they were ha- at least I didn't perceive it to be like, yeah, they seem like they're having a pretty rock in time. Like no, me and my wiener friends like uh, <laughs> just going to Walmart at 
2 a.m. on a Saturday night. Like that's like that's fun yeah. to me. So <laughs> what do you do in there? Literally just walked around and put on like I don't know, sometimes like children's toy outfits and the, oh. it's like just the dumb shit. <laughs> but Sarah, think of those things that you would hear that high school guys would do and you'd be like, these fucking dumb. Take a bunch of guys. caffeine pills for no reason and then like act really weird at a school dance. <laughs> I feel like I had a buddy that yeah. did that in a grade school dance more than likely. Yeah, it was like sophomore year of high school. That's cool. Sarah's husband has walked what in is, with drinks. What does this have to do with anything? Sluts. Well, Why is this, this is a thing? redheaded slut movie? What? It's a redheaded slut movie. Why are we talking? What? Because Brian texted me earlier and told me he would make me a shot. <laughs> And so because oh. Emma Stone in this movie is a redhead. I knew when he said secrets, he was going to the liquor store. Somehow I just knew yeah. it. Oh. Brian, what is what is in a redheaded slut, actually? So many dicks. <laughs> <laughs> so many. That plus uh, one ounce Jägermeister, one ounce peach schnapps, one ounce cranberry juice. Smells good. Then dicks. <laughs> Just so many dicks. If you, you stir it with your dick. You stir it with yeah, the head of your the penis. Dick yeah. Swirler. Ooh, musky. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh yeah, good uh good on Aww, cheers. Emma Stone, this is to Emma, for you. Yeah, to Emma Stone. This is huge. I know. That's what <laughs> it's she said. So big. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, and a Stanley Tucci. Doesn't he have a show coming out soon? Yes, he does. This called... is for Stanley. Thank you, Brian. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Brian. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Ugh. I know. I, I couldn't help it. Oh, okay. Your hair looks great, by the way. Thank you. It's so dirty. I had it in a messy bun earlier. What? Shut your mouth. I had mouth. to take it out because it was like you. hurting my head. God, why does it look so good? <laughs> Thank you. I love this for me. Oh, okay. I really love it for you, too. Also, if you ever wanted to know or tell anybody about my sense of humor, this movie had one of the things in the last year this year of 2021 yeah meaning this month <laughs> you'll never know that uh that i laughed at and it's when she's walking out and everybody's holding signs to try and get her kicked out quiznos. of school and there's a dude spinning a quiznos that's sub sign. the writer oh my god <laughs> i like, get out of here quiznos guy <laughs> i could not stop la- i was laughing so hard you mm-hmm. would have thought that they called him peter malone <laughs> Oh, I could not Peter. stop laughing. And even she like, get <laughs> out of here, Quiznos you. guys, and yeah. shoves him out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's what I, I loved, like the little the mm-hmm. little thing you could almost it miss. It doesn't fit. It doesn't need to be there. It's yeah. that little extra bit there. That's oh. the writer. Oh, he good on him. Bert Royal. Baccarat. That does not sound like a real name. <laughs> Bert V. Royal. Apparently he wrote this in like 10 days. Like he wrote most of it within like a week and then... The last 20% took him a little bit longer. That's impressive. He never went to high school. Penn Badgley never went to high school. Emma Stone went to a semester of high school and then finished the rest of it. Will, I think Will Gluck, the director, um, took like some exit exam and then went to college super early. So like none of these people went to high school. So what you're telling me is this movie is the someone's idea of yeah. high school. They said like, wow, I can't remember who it was, sense. said like, to me, high school is like this, like safari that you're watching from afar, and like it's so interesting. But I've never been a part of it. Hmm. You know what? I kind of going back to something Olivia kind of mentioned real fast. She said how they didn't get into cl- they didn't go into like different high school cliques, and it mm-hmm. felt like this movie could have gone into that. I wonder if the reason they didn't 
is because it would have like clueless kind of nailed the high school movie doing that where they yeah. have like all the young dudes playing and she's walking down and all it's like the there's a this and it, like I feel like they probably couldn't touch that because it would have been a lot like those are the skaters those are the blah 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 like how do you yeah. how I do think you... also I had just read an article about this too like first I read Roger Ebert's review of the movie where he was very complimentary mm. And then I read a 10 years on kind of re-retrospective of the movie on Roger Ebert's website, but it was by a guy who wasn't obviously Roger Ebert because it was, you know, seven years after he died. It was the ghost of Roger Ebert. Yes, except he wasn't nearly as good as Roger. You can just tell. And he spoke in a Spanish accent for some reason. (laughs) Ghost of Roger Ebert. (laughs) Sure. And he... uh, was saying that this movie speaks basically his thesis was that this movie is like the millennial movie it's the first movie to kind of show that millennial experience through oh. the use of technology not just for communication but also for like social media and storytelling and i as someone who has written a lot of like critiques and papers was like give me your evidence man Give me your examples. He was writing all this stuff about 80 movie, 80s movies and John Hughes movies and how they were very conforming to these stereotypes and, you know, everyone was a part of a clique, blah, blah, blah. And this movie existed outside of that. It, it moves beyond that. Um, but I was like, wait a minute. Like, Ferris Bueller didn't fit in a clique. Molly Ringwald didn't fit in a clique in, in 16 Candles. Um so many of these movies i disagree like lloyd dobler didn't fit he didn't fit in that anywhere the that's the, him, it's the yeah. whole and that's the whole point of most of these movies mm-hmm. is that the main character doesn't necessarily fit into these prescribed cliques hmm. so i feel like the writer did not get it right in that respect mm-hmm. but i do agree that they did a good job of using you know the social aspects of technology to carry the plot in a way that a lot of movies hadn't before and with the webcam and with the you know eventual the ownership of her own story it was a really clever way to have it circle back Mm -hmm. um and that musical number was excellent i really enjoyed that that was actually her singing (laughs) emma stone has a beautiful voice i thought it was great she sang in la 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 land Land. yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. she was really great um yeah also, I don't think that any school would have let that musical number carry out to the finale, but... Where is the That's Prince? what I was saying. Oh, and why wasn't and the Malcolm principal Paul McDowell. We didn't even mention that in the cast. Yeah. Where is Ma- how is Malcolm, Malcolm McDowell you know, I have this met movie? him. I have Wait, met him. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Talk. Wait. Tell Tell me. Tell Olivia, you we want, I want to come back to this. What you're, the I'm point you're making. <laughs> yeah, I want to just dance on every word. Okay, okay. so he's been in over a hundred films, you know, and <laughs> someone, sir? yeah, <gasps> and someone did a documentary about his life, and um, Michael Moore started the Traverse City Film Festival up in Traverse City. It's always the first week in August, end of July, first week of August in Traverse City. And when I was in college, I think it was 2006, it premiered there and he came to the premiere and then had like an after event um, 
Q&A and I get to meet him and like shake his hand and say, you're really Malcolm cool. McDowell? Mm-hmm. Did he smell kind of like baby powder? I feel like he would have a very like <laughs> sp- <laughs> a, a specific scent. He was scent. very British. He smelled like British? Smell. So like old cologne and cigars. I don't remember Oof, anything about his yeah. smell. But what was that handshake like? Good, meaty. firm. Yeah. Would you describe it as a meaty Malcolm <laughs> he had a McDowell? Big mitt. Yeah. I, I would love it if going forward, if someone ever asked, like, "Oh, do they have a good handshake?" You're like, yeah, it was a lot like Malcolm McDowell's. I've met Malcolm McDowell. <laughs> Apparently, he's a huge jokester. It was, it was like kind of and... like Malcolm McDowell's, but also Alex Trebek. Yes, that's right. If you could, just... except not on Death's Door. <laughs> Yeah. Every time you have to describe a handshake, which should be more often, I hope, look going forward, please relate it back to celebrities you, you met or kind of met. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it had the tenderness of Rosaria Dawson's. Or I no, wish. No, did, you didn't meet oh, Rosaria Dawson. Oh, no. I met um, Rosie Perez. That's it. It was tender yeah. like Rosie Perez's yeah, and firm like Alex. But he had eye contact like Hank Azaria. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Lovely. Thank you. So, but no, but... Um, Malcolm McDowell was a huge jokester and it, sure. I think about it to this day how I want to like prank people more because he was so clever he had some guy at a party had this huge afro and he had told his friend like you know how he grows that and his friend's like no he's like he just like rubs his fingers together and, and like pulls and, and it magically helps him grow his hair his friend's like you're so full of shit that's not true and then separately he went around and found that guy and was like hey can you just like every once in a while like rub your fingers together and pull <laughs> and he would do that throughout the party and his friend's like holy fucking shit it's, he's right he's true and like just such clever funny things I'm like I need to like include that like that's what I was saying in one of the last podcasts is like I want to do more jokes and like inside jokes that only are funny to like 10 people because those are the fucking things that are so funny yeah. and like make you happy to be alive you know True. it's like they're just so fun I do love long con jokes too yeah you know like it, and it's not as much I wouldn't even call that like a prank necessary it, no. it's more of just a long con goof just clever yeah shows how fun. invested you are in that shit it's good. I also met Michael Moore. I was like actively crying. What was that handshake like? It was sweaty <laughs> and kind of full of tears because I had just watched Grizzly Man, which he at the film festival. I don't know if it was the same year. I went like a bunch of years in a row, but he was like introducing it. And then we watched it. And I don't know if you've seen Grizzly Man, but it doesn't end well. And then there's this sad song at the end, and I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. It was so sad. And then Michael Moore gets out on stage, and someone let me up on stage. I don't remember why or how I got up there. You were just suddenly on stage. <laughs> I can't remember. And all of a sudden, you appeared I, on stage next to Michael Moore. <laughs> After the movie, I was up on the stage. How did I get up there? Who was I with? I don't know. I can't remember. But I was up on the stage and I was like, it's such a good movie. It's great to meet you. And like shaking his hand like, oh, oh my God, I'm touching Michael Moore. And I'm also like, this movie's so emotional. And it was like, it was intense, man. Do you remember being ushered off of the stage? No, I can't remember. Did the shepherds totally <laughs> <leave a> burn? <laughs> who, who brought me up there? Who got me down? 
where why i was there what year it was i don't know sir are you a hundred percent sure that this wasn't a vivid dream of some type because what you're describing does sound like a flash you would have in the middle of the oh night my like, God. like you wake up you're I like oh, wait I, I i just met michael moore fantastic <laughs> and he's roll over and go back to sleep no it was at the state theater yeah yeah film festival I met michael julie because yeah. i remember her kind of making fun of me which sounds right Please text her at some point to say, hey, real quick, just got to reach you out. with me? Yeah, did I actually meet Michael Moore? Or am, I think I might be having a stroke. Cool. Thing. Thanks. <laughs> what if she told you, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Would that send you into like a no, existential crisis? No, she has a terrible crisis? memory. Oh, okay. She's oh, not. you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah. I'm right all the time. You are. I have met you. Yes. <laughs> you can't tell me that didn't happen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah. I had a handshake from James Buster Douglas when I was seven. Who is that? And my hand was like a, a pea in like uh, this huge like oven mitt thing. Yeah. It was but he was so gentle. I was so Aww, small and he's just I'm at this Buka de Beppo and he's like eating spaghetti, oh, like shaking my hand. I still have an autograph from him on a on a Buka de Beppo uh That's menu. Great. Oh, That's which one downtown? Yeah, one it was the, the one downtown. Yeah, we the were OG. In the Pope room. I remember. Ooh, I remember coming up to Columbus and being like, "This is fucking amazing." <laughs> yes, uh, Columbus was the big city, man. When this is all over, should we all go to Buca de Beppo and sit at the Pope table? Can yeah, we please do. That. I would love to actually and do get that. redheaded sluts. Yeah, yes. I would love to get hammered. I can order an Italian. Oh my god. Mm, mm, mm. I would, and leave. then all of the Columbus people who work there will be like, "What?" I'll just say like "penis" over and over again. <clears throat> I would. What is penis in Italian? Cazzo. That means well. Okay, that means cock. If you want to say penis, it is like the beloved pasta, penne. Oh, yeah, it's shaped oh. like that. Yeah, kind of phallic, hollow and pointy. Gets the job done. <laughs> I would love nothing more than to be belligerently drunk with you guys at Yay. Buca de Beppo and go to it. and go to the bathroom and overhear the wait staff like I, that girl's acting. Those two women are acting like they can speak Italian <laughs> and they just keep saying "pene" over and over uh, again. All I know is like five sentences because my grandpa's Italian. She keeps asking where the and... restrooms at. Yeah. <laughs> She hasn't gone once, man. <laughs> I'm saying it in weird. Puedo ir al baño. Albondigas, no te dijo. She keeps ordering tequila. We think she, she thinks she's that in was the meatballs. wrong place. Meatballs, you don't say? Oh Wait, you know how to say meatballs you don't say in Italian? Albondigas, no te dijo. That is not Italian. No, that's Spanish. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that's fantastic! <laughs> I can say "ik." I uh, been Berliner. No, it's "ik ubergeiges." I'm practicing the violin in German. <laughs> you need to practice your German. <laughs> "Ik ubergeiges." Man, we can take you to numerous countries where you'll be you will be of minimal my assistance. first boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm taking French right now. She keeps um, asking. You just have a bunch of violins at your feet. <laughs> I'm practicing the violin. Um, my first boyfriend in grade school was German. He had come over from Germany. His dad was American. His mom was German, and he taught us all the swear words. Ooh, yeah. Was, I bet they sound more aggressive in German. Yeah, like Scheiße. Everybody knows that one. Do a different one. Ashla. Asshole. Yeah. And okay. then Fictish. Fictish. Fuck, fuck you. Fictish. 
that's a thick thick that's a vafanculo in italian i'm gonna hear go fuck yourself anyway (laughs) so going back to what olivia was saying though about how no school would let this pep rally happen back to book it about the other wait let's let's inception our way back out of this okay hold on (laughs) book it about okay pope's room all right Back out. Oh wait, actually, that did. Oh shoot, I had another Malcolm story. Malcolm McDowell. Oh, no. Wait, no, Buka de Beppo. I had something at Buka oh, de Beppo. Wait, we're, ba- we're really stuck funny. on Buka de Beppo. Yeah, we're stuck on Buka de Beppo. Wait, I actually had pretty something. sure it's a fire hazard in there. Oh, I know, but it's the best fire hazard. I Shit, have, I have a weird time with like sharing dishes. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't oh, like the old I... Olivia doesn't oh, like that. Do you know? Do you I know do. the Buka de Beppo up in Worthington, Worthington here used to be a tea bar? It's a tea bar. Strip club, a titty bar. Oh. And it was a big deal and they shut it down to turn it into a Buca de Beppo <gasps> because everybody- I've been there and I never knew that. Because everyone hated that it was a titty bar. Oh. And so when it became a Buca de Beppo's, everybody's like, yeah, Buca de Beppo's Buca. is coming in and classing this place up. Oh, oh shit. This is going to bother. I had a I had a really good high school food story and it's gone now. Cute. Okay. We're going to, let me inception well, up Well, we're inceptioning back out. Yes. And now we're at the pep rally. The pep rally. Mm-hmm. And the singing. She was a great singer, but back to the fact that... <laughs> Malcolm McDowell... Yes. ...shouldn't have he let shouldn't it go have let that long. That, what the yeah. hell? I mean, she looked great. Our principal would have great, shut that but, down in a second. And there second. was just a spotlight on her the whole time. Yeah. And I'm like... There's a lot of production going into that. Great production. Was. Yeah. That's knock a good on, high school band. Knock on Wood was a great song choice. Yeah, Is that a real song? Oh, yes, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. What I was going to say, though, is... My short-lived life as a mascot. mascot, we did get to lead a pep rally. And I said this very quickly earlier, but they gave us no instructions. And it was like near the end of the day, but it wasn't supposed to be the end of the day. It was at like three, oh. three-ish when it was ending. <laughs> okay. So you were supposed to go back to like your oh final period. And so it was, you know, two of my buddies, Jared them. and Mike, and we're out there and like... All three of them are eagles. Oh yeah, because we had the actual eagle outfit and then two bootleg ones made out of felt from the 70s okay. that the lady found. Um the the cheerleading liaison Sue Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> Sue Lynch found them. <laughs> and we're out there and you know we like they give us no instructions so they just give us microphones for the whole school yeah. pep rally and it's just three doofuses who none of us are particularly popular we just got it because we were like we thought this sounded fun to do and we want we asked the teacher long story short the teacher gives his thing to band plays and then at the end they like they do all that and everybody's looking at us and we're just like uh and then Mike's just like, all right, uh, have a fun rest of the day. Go home. <laughs> and everybody just cheers and then starts going out of the hallways. And the teacher was like, Mayor, I remember the principal was like looking over at some teachers like this. But but by the point that she realized what was going on, late. it was too, too late. late. And, and so thanks to, my, thanks to my friends, Jared That's and Mike, so we got funny. the school out like an hour or something early because uh, it was just a panic. Like, well, I guess we're done here. See you tomorrow so or enjoy the rest an of the day. An hour early? It was something like that. It was wow. something where it wasn't like 10 minutes. It was enough where the principal had reason to be angry, oh, no. but everyone was so happy and it was so far along. She couldn't stop us. Hmm. She was a monster woman. It's fine. I just wanted to ask both of you, what do you think this movie does in terms of feminism? Do you think that they tackle the double standard well (sighs) enough? I'm going to tap out on this one because I feel like there's not... No, I think it's good that we have different ages and different uh, sexes on this opinion. I know, but I always feel weird answering like 
feminism questions because it's like I I'm not learned in these things. Learned. Sarah has a much better. I I, I will I, I will shut up. The, <laughs> you can answer it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I'll just go fuck myself. Up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, Stop Sarah. It. Well, do you want to tell me what to think real quick? <laughs> no, I just want you to answer. I will. Okay, fine. Go. I, I don't know. It shows a girl that's really secure in herself, and I guess is to some extent like weaponizing her sexuality towards other people whether it's wearing like the bustiers and the a and kind of like fine you want to make an issue of this like you can try but i'm going to own this like i am i am taking control of the narrative Hmm. as much as i want and this is going the way that i direct it to even if you think you're navigating it she ultimately seems to be in the controls of it and isn't really super bothered by what most people are doing as a whole until that guy crosses the line. And then and she, she says, well, I kind of hate me too. At one point she gets very down because mm-hmm. it has, I think, gotten out of her control. But I feel like she keeps doing things out of the goodness of her heart. It's like she's doing things not necessarily because she wants to be this person, but because she's like, well, I'll just help this guy. He really needs help. Well, these guys also need my help. Well, fine. I'm just going to... It's almost like she's in some ways capitulating to the reputation that they assume she has. And she doesn't realize the seriousness of how much she's fallen from who she actually is until like that guy tries to actually like have sex with her for money. And she's like, Oh fuck. I really am not in a good place. Although I thought it was really, really shady when Lisa Kudrow lets her take the fall for that oh. chlamydia. See, no, it's I like, hated Lisa you've Kudrow. You've got to be yeah. kidding me. Oh, that was You're the school horrible. counselor. Yeah. That, that was just, I was happy to see her play a horrible role though because she's never really played that uh, before. have you, you seen know, the she's... comeback i haven't yeah but i just know her obviously as phoebe from friends yes. it's like oh she's finally this horrible horrible human yeah <laughs> wait yeah. so what do you think about so, it Olivia, okay. then? yeah what's I your think that it ends with a very neutral position on her sexuality neutral like, chaotic yes. <laughs> well like yes my sex life shouldn't be anybody else's business and yes she's chastised for having sex but there is yeah. nothing said against these men who yeah. are giving her money to say so that they can go around and say that they slept yeah. with her they're not getting any flack about this like they're mm-hmm. not getting anything nothing and i think that you know yeah. she takes it very well but i don't think that they tackled the double standard very well no, no. i don't think that like i mean it's I definitely think that she, pre me too she ends she ends it with a very you know positive note like yeah if i'm a slut that's fine but it's my business right that's fine but like why is it fine? You know, everybody else, you know, they what want about these this doofuses? to be out there. Why are yeah. the guys doing it to literally be celebrated? Yeah. She's right. Being, huh, Which okay. is like, yeah, you know, yeah. that's oh, a very She's common, being vilified. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is a very Well, that's the very problem. Hester Prynne. Really that. that's, yeah. the, that's the Scarlet Letter Yeah, and it. it does kind of, this is like a very loose, I think that the storyline is just loosely a modern base on the actual story. Letter, yeah. Kind of. What kills me is that there's a lot of male voice in this script it's like the director is male the writer is male Mm -hmm. you know a lot is going on 
that I wish had a little bit more of a feminine gaze. Yeah. Yes, she is the protagonist. Absolutely. Yes, she is able to appeal directly to the camera, which is fun. But I always felt there was a bit of like a false note. Like I never connected exactly with what she was saying. It was very glib and it was very fast moving, which, you know, gave it high marks for like fun. But like in terms of like real, like truth, well, like it didn't, like I feel like Mean Girls came off as a better kind of a girl in a high school situation comedy. Does that make sense? It does. And I kind of agree because it's like if this happened to, I want to say, I don't want to speak for every other girl, but if this happened to me in high school, you better believe that I would be changing schools, doing yeah. something else. I don't know. Yeah. And she's just like, no, it's fine. I'll just make I this know. video she and I'm okay. She just keeps doubling down and like doing crazy shit. And like if my best friend who's supposed to be my best friend is so pissed at me that she... For no Stop reason, basically. Because someone else tells yeah. her. And then there's the other... And she, and she didn't even get... I'm doing it to you right now, but she didn't even give her a chance to listen <laughs> to what she was saying. You yeah. know, like, that was the problem with her best friend to begin with is, like, she only wanted to hear, yeah, I had sex with this mm-hmm. guy, instead of actually slowing yes. down and hearing what she said. What kind of a friend right. is that? And the other thing is, is that they show her being, like we already talked about, they show her being friends with just about everybody at this school, but she doesn't have any other female friends. Yeah. And it's just, I find that really hard to believe because if she's really this great person who's very nice, very intelligent, mm-hmm. down to earth, friends with everybody, you don't think that there's another girl that's coming up and being like, hey, Olive. Yeah, what's, what's up? up? There was yeah. that one random girl at the end of the movie that she's walking down the street that bumps into her. She's leaving the ice cream parlor that says something to her, but that's more just like a person she knows, I guess, than huh. a hmm. actual girl. No, you're right. That this person doesn't exist. Right. I mean, you know what I mean? Like this is. It's really yeah. It, it, they were just farcical. There's n- yes. there's no way that a person like this could exist in high school. I, no, I just don't see it. Because like I mean, you're saying, I'm changing. I'm changing fucking schools. Oh, I yeah. would be impressed if I could have her demeanor if, now. If you, I mean, right. she's yeah. she, right. she's an incredible person that she's mm-hmm. able to just let this roll off her back, right. recreate herself. Well, she doesn't care what other people think yeah. about her. Well, mm-hmm. let's even step back a bit or look at this. Not step back. Let's go into this a little bit further. A high school ga- guidance counselor comes up to you and is in essence like, hey, yo, you mind taking the rap for this chlamydia I, I gave, gave a student? student? Meanwhile, my no. husband is your favorite yeah, teacher. Like, yeah, like, yeah, I'm really sorry. I'm going to have to go speak to the police. Yeah. <laughs> Regar- and, and, you know, regardless Not just of the, the principal, but the fucking Yeah, police. like, no, now you've told me something that I don't fully understand the legality mm-hmm. of because he's 22 or whatever, but... I'm going to get, I'm implicated now and right. I'm really sorry that this is going to be a thing that you yeah. did. This becomes have a to deal felony. <laughs> Except, yeah, I'm not going to be an accessory to a felony. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Lisa Kudrow. <laughs> yeah. You know, but then for her. And also, the, what's so bad about Thomas and she Hayden just, Church? No, and she had just met Lisa Kudrow. Remember Lisa yeah. Kudrow's mm-hmm. like, I don't know you. Hey lady, I just met. Yeah. How about I take a chlamydia wrap for you? And someone, she wouldn't listen either. Someone walks in the hardware store and they're kept like. giving her condoms. Yeah. Someone walks in the hardware store and is like, hey dog, I know I just met you yesterday and bought some bleach or whatever, but uh, hey, I gave my someone chlamydia. You mind taking the wrap for that? I'm like, I don't know you. No, 
no thank you. So, like, I, I just can't even wrap my head around a scenario in which this is, no, 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 Lisa but What Kudrow. if you were really best friends with that person's wife? Honestly. That would make it so much worse. You'd <laughs> <laughs> really be in the mix now. No, honestly, like, uh, if I was friends with someone and there was an issue going on with, like, the significant, you know, if good friends with someone and their significant other did another thing... I would have to have a real deep look at myself and what type of person I was. Cause it's like, y- mm-hmm. y- you are making a decision for this person that they have and the right to know. And he also seemed like he was know? all over her. Why were they like not sleeping together? Like we've been bad for a while. Like that wasn't well developed either. It's no. like, he seems like he can't keep his hands off of her and she's just like, and he's hot. Yeah. What the, I mean, though this movie was humming, it's like ninety some minutes yeah. long. I mean, so they they could have yeah they Put a little could, bit they could have, but I think it was the right length for this type of movie. Yeah, myself. I, I, I agree. Yeah, it didn't feel you don't draw it, it didn't feel forever. yeah it didn't feel long, but a lot long. Even ten more minutes, I think would have I don't think would have added a lot, yeah. I, and I think it would have felt heavy. But. Mm. Yeah, no, you're right. I, that double standard thing, I guess, as a guy. I don't think they don't tackled think it well enough. No. They didn't. I mean, they really At developed all. her as a strong female character, but they still left it as it's neutral. You can keep your business to yourself. You can be a slut if you want, if you're a woman. And if you're a man, you you pay to be known as a slut, and that is okay. Yeah. And it's that's like, well, that's not really kosher, mm-hmm. but... <laughs> yeah. Youth... Youth, uh, what are you? Youth, Youth consultant. consultant. Youth consultant. <laughs> Telling it like it is. We didn't talk about the um, very bullied gay guy who who started it all. Yeah, which was kind of important. Yeah, I love okay. that he left in the like near the end with of the, the black movie. Guy, like, oh my god, Huck Finn. <laughs> like Huck Finn. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah. ran away with a black man. Yes, Brandon. Uh. That was good. That was. That was a really good Makes payoff. Makes me want to reread Huck Finn. <laughs> that was good, like, portrayal. Because I feel like I really... He did a good job portraying that. Because, like, when he was talking to her about how he's bullied, you could tell that pain just, like, mm-hmm. in his voice. Because I know that that is real. Going to a Catholic high school, oh, I had yeah. a gay friend. And, oh, my God. Yeah. that's That would be horrible. <laughs> Roger Ebert made it sound like... Who bullies gay people anymore? What are we talking about here? I'm like, what are you talking about? You live in New York, I guess, or Chicago. Like, or it happens all the time. Yeah, I, uh, again, having gone to a Catholic high school, I, I seeing the things that an administration would do to make someone feel like, yeah, I, I good on that dude for getting out and, yeah. and whatever is it, you know, as a character. And also, I mean, I kind of will give it to him to some extent. He thought of a creative solution to the problem and i mean like i just got to make it through this and get out of it you know here's a way that it's not good you know it's not yeah the best way to handle it but it's it was a solution to some until he left which was mm-hmm. really the better thing altogether. <laughs> yeah what else tropes. okay so let's let's dive into though the tropes and see if maybe this is more of a romantic comedy than did somebody want to tell me what the word trope means uh, elements basically okay. like the things that come up over and over again okay genre um, defining elements okay okay yeah. so meet cute we have a meet cute back in eighth grade i mean it was kind is that of, a meet cute uh, or is that just a situation we in which they were connected yeah okay fine 
<laughs> situation in which they were connected. They already knew each other and she was kind. And even back then, she was willing to, you know, stake her reputation in order to make him feel better. Mm-hmm. You know? I did like he pointed out how mature she was even back then. Mm-hmm. You talk like an adult. <laughs> She's like, I know I do. Well, to keep up with Stanley Tucci, like, yeah, that dude, you got to be quick. Yeah, that's true. True. Okay, so we kind of don't really have much of a um, They kind of bump into each other, I guess. Reason they can't be together? There's not There's not really, a reason they can't be together. Like, There's, he, She doesn't know he likes her. He doesn't know she likes him. But it's not like a central part of the point, movie yeah. at all. Uh, soundtrack. I don't remember. Okay. Yep. Walk us through this youth consultant. This is more now, in your wheelhouse. I'm, I didn't even know the Woodchuck song was a song. That is a song. Um, a Woodchuck song. What was it actually called? It's called Knock on Wood. That's oh, it. it's Knock a song. Yeah, that's an old song. song from like the God, I don't know. Are 30s you, I maybe? So, I was gonna say. So help me God, if you say an old song from the early two no, like thirties. No, gonna, I'm sorry. I was gonna start <laughs> sobbing right here. No. Big fat um, tears. I love the song that's playing in the background when they're in the car and she's sobbing. It's Big Jet Plane. Um, oh, the... Um, by yes. Angus and Julia Stone. Oh. I love that song. And then they also have the Death Cab for Cutie song. Um, I need you so much closer. Yeah. yeah. Um, when she's on the hill at sunset yeah. with her mom. I love this soundtrack. And then, of course, Pocket Full of Sunshine by Natasha <laughs> Benningfield. Yeah. I thought this soundtrack was really good. And then I really liked the... Um, da-da-da-da. Da, 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 da. Like at the beginning and the end of the, I don't know what song it is, but it was a cute little. I like that. I'm gonna be honest. I'm looking. I'm looking at the soundtrack. This is definitely more in your your generational wheelhouse. I I guess I've heard of Natasha Bedding Beddingfield. Beddingfield. You need to shut your mouth. That is our generation. Is Absolutely. It? I don't know who. I don't know who Day One is. I don't know Remy Nicole. I've well, heard of Jesse J. Miniature Tigers, I have no idea. I heart Homework, Mark Sullivan, Mad Fox. Stop me when I say one that's like... Well, a lot of that's from stuff that, like, we don't know a lot of the stuff in other rom-coms, too. They're just, like, one-off songs. Yeah, I feel like there aren't very many. And I think that one of them actually wasn't credited in the soundtrack because it wasn't played loud enough. It might have been Big Jet Plane. It might have been that one. I don't think that that one was credited, but it was playing in the background when they were in the car because I was like, oh my God, I forgot about this song. It's a good song. All right. So, I mean, there is a there is a, a soundtrack. It's not just interstitial music. For the uh, youth consultant, it was good. It was, it was, <laughs> it was, um, wait, 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 wait. It slapped. Um, that shit slapped. <laughs> City. It's in California. Oh, hi, but- California. Is oh. Ojai, California a place? Yes, it is a real place. Okay. It is. Like they said it was north of Los Angeles. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Just north. <laughs> so much is north of Los Just Angeles. North. This is the first movie that has had Los Angeles in it that I'm like, that looks like a place I would love. Because it's every, every other Los Angeles movie we watch is like. LA wasn't in this movie. Well, I'm like California. So oh, Cali- okay. it's the only California, California one that I would, that I'd live in because like. Everything else we watch is like in you LA. Don't like dry. I don't like dry, but it didn't look that dry. It's fucking in the valley, like mountain. Yeah, it probably like, is pretty dry. Oh fuck that! Never mind. You can keep that. <laughs> but there were there was an orange grove. Yeah. Did does there do oranges orange grow grove. when it's dry? If they're watered enough. 
<laughs> I mean, oranges grow in Italy. That's true. All right. So the so pretty much the where the movie takes place isn't a, a doesn't part really of matter. Yeah. I mean, other than the size of the high school and maybe what they're wearing. But that could be yeah. yeah you can and, and, and how the parents can... are though. Because they're oh, pretty yeah. easygoing, especially Rhiannon's parents. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I guess that, the nudies. But you could drop that in the middle of Vermont and get the same type of thing. But I would say California is known for more of like the new age stuff. And for her to be able to wear like a bustier and skirt to yeah to school, it has mm-hmm. to be warmer. I think it's also a more expensive area of California, judging of by the, the vehicles and the town that they were showing. Yeah. So, and Fred Armisen. That was going to be what I was going to call a cameo. You, you think that's a cameo? It was, he wasn't big enough in 2008 when this movie, or when this movie <laughs> was made, he wasn't big enough for it to be a cameo. Yeah. But I'm, I didn't know, I didn't know that it was him for sure. I don't know who this so, is. Huh? I don't know who this is. The priest oh. in it was Fred Armisen. Oh, from the Reverend. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Amanda Bynes' dad. Gotcha. Is is Fred Armisen, I'll, who's from Saturday Night Live and um, Portlandia. Portlandia, yeah. I'm going to give that, I'm calling that a cameo, even though he wasn't big <laughs> enough for that to be a cameo, because it wasn't even really a role. He was just there. <laughs> so It was kind of, though, because he was ready to like jack off to her taking her clothes off. That was funny. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Bruce was watching that. Okay. I'm just saying he was. Yeah. They showed that. I don't remember that part. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Okay. Uh, sassy side friend Allie Michalki Ma- <laughs> Culkin is not like a she's, she's not even a friend she's kind, of she's kind of an asshole yeah, yeah she just pieces out in the middle of the movie and is like now you're my enemy and then we find out that she actually was Woodchuck Todd's first kiss yeah what the hell man yeah what so the- so there's that yeah she kind of sucked but she's not she doesn't suck to look at <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I agree with you there. <laughs> but she doesn't really give like a back to reality speech or anything. No, they don't really make up. Oh my god, I loved seeing the cell phones they had. Yes, I had a few we both of those. Had like those, a kickback yeah, or whatever. I had, had the Nokia. I had the. Flip. Say that word again, real quick for me. <laughs> Nokia. Oh, okay, you kind of drug on the Nokia. <laughs> I was just waiting for you to tell me that that was the correct pronunciation. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> It's Nokia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what other tropes anyway, do we have? Anyway, their jobs are that they're high school students. Students. Yeah, we have no clue what the parents do other than make a shit ton yeah, of money. Yeah, that's know. true. They have that beautiful house. And they're able to afford hella adoption fees. Yeah. So. Yes. For a beautiful, beautiful child. Boobs. So where are you from? <laughs> originally? Yeah, th- this is a th- yeah. This is, this is a very boob centric movie. Yeah. Even Amanda Bynes is like the pious one. Is kind of mm. you know got him up and yeah. out. Yeah, mm. she like her. was one of the sluttiestly dressed ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the director said, or I guess the writer said, one of the biggest regrets he had was not clearly defin- def- like defining that it was. Not Christian specifically, but just like religious zealotry in general that he was making fun of. Mm. It, he wasn't okay. like evangelical Christians or idiots. It was basically like people who are zealots about and judging other people that are the problem. So, FYI, 
they wish they could redo that part. Well, they can't. Yeah. What's Too done late. Done. <laughs> um, this is definitely a high school yeah. rom-com. Yeah. Or, or calm, calm. Uh, there's a lot of levity, I think, with her family, mostly. Oh, my God, yes. They are the, you know, the safe space the comic relief yeah Yeah, you know what it actually is kind of like she goes out into the day and things you know harder things happen and people Mm -hmm. and then she and then you kind of does breathe when you get back around the parents like they're that you keep touching back to them for the very yeah yeah, like you're saying light parts of the film i guess i didn't realize that yeah um physical comedy Oh, yeah, there's some, like, when she's making the bustiers and she keeps pricking her fingers and yelling. Yeah. Like, I or when they do funny. the sex yeah. scene and the people yeah. are trying to, like, peek through the door at them. When he starts grunting, it's really funny. Oh, God, In- yeah, that was funny, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then she punches him. She's that like, worked so well, though. It really that's did, yeah. what it sounds like. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Just, oh! <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, she, in real life, she had an asthma attack during that scene. Oh, my God! And she's like, that's I didn't so know I had funny. asthma. That's how she found out she had asthma. That is hilarious. During that scene. That's funny. Yes. They also filmed all of the webcam scenes in one day. 14 hours of her shooting, just talking into a laptop. She said it was brutal. That sounds terrible. Yeah, Yeah. it does. Yeah. Um, Precocious child would be her brother, maybe? But he's kind of just I would honestly say. brother seems chill as hell. He's just a child. Stanley Tucci acts more like the precocious child. Yeah. Her family is so well-knit and just so healthy. They're yeah, cute. yeah, they are. Uh, ending on a smart sassy response, I think yeah, would be because she's yes. like, now I'm gonna go do what I want. Yeah, boo, yeah. It's definitely like if you've. It's like if you're gonna be a slut, you freaking do it. You just don't yeah, have to tell maybe people. I'm maybe I, I might. Know. I'm gonna lose. I might lose my virginity to him. It yeah. might be tonight. It might be next year. But you don't. It is nobody's goddamn business. Yeah, exactly. Um, is that about everything? Yeah. Okay, so then Olivia, what we do is we say an alien comes down. Beep boop. An alien. An alien. Okay. Not an alien. I know. What the fuck? <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> an alien. A, a Nokia. An, an alien. A Nokia. <laughs> alien comes down. Peter Malone comes down on his spaceship. <laughs> and then and says, Macaulay Culkin. Beep I love beer pong. He loves beer pong. He just made that. Like He has a, his own league now. Mom, wow. my mom probably knows about it. Oh, my God. And, it's on Jimmy Fallon. Okay. Yeah, my mom knows about it. So an alien comes down. Beep boop. Um, you know, one to 10, 10 being 100%. I'm showing this alien. It's a quintessential rom-com rom-com. It's mm-hmm. genre defining one being whatever the opposite of a rom-com is. This isn't at all. A, a, a Scarface. This is Scarface. <laughs> you know, one to 10, how likely are you to show an alien this movie as an example of a romantic comedy? I'm going to, I'm going to be very honest. I'm sticking with my six. Because there is a love story in it, but it's not what's pushing the plot along. It and it doesn't hit some of our main elements. We don't have like a real meat cute, meat cute. It does hit a couple of the other things. It's like rom com adjacent to me. I feel ashamed. But you don't have to agree with me. What? Don't you feel can, ashamed. Yeah, don't be feel ashamed at all. 
Don't be feel ashamed. <laughs> Don't she be feel ashamed? You can tell me this is a ten. Like this is your quintessential rom com. It's it's you're not wrong. I have to. Well, you're the rom. You both are the rom com experts, uh, and I think I have to agree with you. But don't have to agree. No, I in my own Don't head I do. Don't be feel agree. Yeah, I know, but okay. You're allowed to say this is a ten. No, I don't think that it is a 10. I think it's a really great movie. But like, I just think that it's nice because it's a different rom-com. And mm. I would still give it, I would give it like an 8. Mm. I give it an wow. 8 because it's still. Say it pre- again. Say it again. What I, would you give it? An 8. Give, say it again. I give it a sexy 8. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, because it still has that predictable you end up with your crush but it gives Mm. a woman an empowering moment and it highlights that double standard but it's not a 10 because they do not tackle that double standard well enough all right so and sarah what about you i'm with you i'm in the six the sex i'll just go fuck myself no no this isn't or go to target yeah um or go to target But it's a fun, it's a good movie. It's yeah, worth watching. Because like, I think we gave Shallow Hal a 6.5. And I think it's probably below Shallow Hal because I think that was more, was more central yeah. with him and her. But it was more about his growth as a person. Yeah. And I think this is more about her growth as a person. But there was certainly, I mean, there was certainly more than enough to talk about here. Like it had elements and yeah. whatnot. So I'm glad you recommended it. Okay. I've enjoyed for this. having you good enjoyed guys it as to a look movie. at. Like Penn Badgley, yes. <laughs> for sure. Kim, I was looking Kim at Kim Giagante or whatever his name is. Yeah. I was looking at Ali Machaki Culkin. Yeah, the whole time. that's good too. You can't help but look at her and the Yes, Boobs McGee, Catherine Heigl is in a new Netflix show that's number one on Netflix right now. What is it? Is it called Boobs McGee? <laughs> Boobs, Boobs McGee, Catherine Heigl. Uh, it's Catherine Heigl and Sarah Chalk. Oh, Sarah Chalky. Chalky yeah. Culkin, are they related? Sarah Chalky, Sarah Chalky Culkin. Culkin, yeah. She's you, she's uh, distant cousins of Aaliyah McCauley God Chalkin. damn it, it's Ali Machaka. <laughs> you know what's ridiculous? The reason I was saying Ali Machaki was because I kept thinking of Sarah Chalky. Oh, no. From Scrubs. Yeah. yeah. Do you say the E? I do, and uh, it probably isn't how it's said. I hope like, someday your podcast just explodes and all these famous people <laughs> hear this Like, podcast. this is yeah. wrong in I so hope that many ways. James Buster Douglas hears this and goes, yeah. oh my God, that was that girl at Buka yeah. Baba. Man, her hand was really tiny. Yeah. I remember <laughs> that girl. They're still the same size. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just grow in relation to each other. Oh, and wait, Sarah, we, we had something we were going to start doing with guests. I yeah. Thought. Yeah. We have so a gift and and we'll, and and we'll take a photo and put it on the Instagram, right? Yes. Good thing Sarah said my hair looked good. <laughs> yes. So a so we have a a marketing intern. It's our friend Laura from yes. who's been on the episode. She's a marketing. Been intern. on this like three times, but she's head of marketing and the marketing intern yeah. all you at give once. It to her so I can take the picture. And so uh, what Laura did is she actually got us made um, some little buttons. <gasps> And so we're giving you can you can hold up your button okay, so Sarah I can take a photo. Done, so ah. This is great, Sarah. This is great. So there's our oh, wait. You're you're covering the M. I'm covering the oh wait. Yeah, you got to hold it almost from the back, probably. 
So now, uh, whenever we have a guest on, we'll give them a little romcomcom.com button. How exciting is that? I'm so excited. I'm going to put this on my coat. Yeah. So thank you to our marketing intern, Laura. You crushed it, dude. Yeah, Laura, you're the best. You're the best. And I Sarah, don't know you, Laura. But... And, Sarah, <laughs> Good and, job. and Sarah, if someone would oh, listen to our recent episode, The Happiest Season. If you I did. Listen I listened Laura. to oh, it. That's, that's Laura. not Laura. Laura's Palm Springs. Laura is Palm Springs. You and I, yes. Okay, you and I did mm-hmm. Happiest Season. I get these. It's been a long pandemic. <laughs> there Sarah, are three people in this podcast. Yeah. But Sarah, if someone wanted to see that. <laughs> only Insta- two. <laughs> if someone wanted to see that Instagram photo that our intern, our marketing Good intern. Good luck because I haven't put anything on Instagram in months. <laughs> but you're going to do it. When Someday. we load this episode. Good luck. Look, where's what's our Instagram name? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Romcomcom.com on Instagram. That's wonderful. And if they like our intro and outro theme, Sarah, what what how can they get that? They'd go on to whatever <laughs> platform they'd like to and they'd look up uh this is my suitcase. The album is the Keys to Cat, Cat Heaven. Heaven. And the song, and song is, is called Love. Love. So there's there's that. Uh, Da, da, da. Thanks for coming on, Olivia. <laughs> this was a lot of fun. Thank you for having me yeah. and for watching this movie that you both yeah. gave us. Six. Oh, I had a blast. No, it doesn't mean you don't like it. It's just no, how it fine. fits into the genre. Yeah, I've yeah. said numerous times that it's it's a it good is. movie and yeah. it's hundred percent worth. Like watching. I love Shallow Hell, but we gave it a six point five. Yeah, yeah. but it, it was worth watching. Mean that it's not a great movie, and this movie is worth watching. I had such a yeah. fun time. I hope you did too. And you have Let's you have a go drink some redheaded slugs. I had fun, you guys. It, we end on redheaded sluts. Okay. The end. Not. We don't want to hear that Justin had fun. Yeah. <laughs>